It's Christmas time. Fuck yeah. Welcome to Letters from the Road, stories and encouragement from your traveling friends, us, Jamie and Clay Schumacher. Hey, friends. Hello, and welcome to episode 36. Today, we are talking about being festive. But first, <laughs> as always, I will quickly remind you that we also have a substack. It's lettersfromtheroadpod.com. There, you can subscribe to receive two free letters in your e- email inbox every week if you so choose. You can also upgrade your subscription to support what we're doing here at Letters from the Road. It's $5 per month or $40 for the year or more if you so choose, if you would like to be a founding member. For that, you get to support us and what we're doing, and you also get to join our Pen Pals Discord where we chat about all the things all the time. It's a lot of fun. It's a good group in there. And We've been talking about the end of Iron Flame. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah, so come join us if you want to talk about that. It's a lot of uh, books and camping and other and board games travel travel a lot of of things if you like this cast you probably like hanging out in there water heater anodes oh my goodness (laughs) (laughs) maintenance all kinds of stuff (laughs) if you like this you'll probably like that and uh we do we've done uh, a virtual happy hour with our pen pals and we'll do some more things like that as we go so that's kind of what you get access to, but really, primarily, it just helps us keep going here at Letters from the Road. Yeah, we really appreciate it. It yeah. lets us know that you care about what we, we're doing and helps us feel the love. Big thank you to all of our current pen pals and looking forward to those of you that keep joining. Yeah, thanks. So, Clay. You should have seen your face when you said festive and you did like these hand motions. I'm sorry. You can take the kid out of the show choir, but you can't take the show choir out of the kid. <laughs> It was great. I love it. Today we're drinking. Yeah. What as, are we, as every I Sunday. was just getting ready to ask what, what we're drinking. I know. I, I feel like we're start. hyper and this is going to be interesting. All right, go. Today we're drinking another Icicle beer. Hot Toddies was last week. We're back to Icicle. Yeah. Um. So this is their porter. It's so good. Which I think you say Priba. I don't. Yeah, sure. We'll go with it. That would, I think, be the German pronunciation. Okay, fair. Um. Priva Porter, and it is, I'm trying to think of a P word, and I can't. <laughs> it's great. Perfect. Perfect? perfect. <laughs> I was going to say perfecto, and I don't know why I was saying that. That would not be of Deutsch. Perf- <laughs> no, it's not. Anyway, it is very pleasant. Yeah, it's very It is pleasant. perfect. It's it is it's... roasty. It is just smooth. Mm. It's kind of boozy for a uh, porter. Not too bad. Not too much. It's like, what, 6%? We have, we've had this beer a couple times before. It's the first time we've had it in the growler. It's great. Uh, yeah. It's, it's almost like salty. We've said that before. It's yeah, good. It's, it's good really one. good. We also, well, let's back up to what we did this week. I mm-hmm. keep thinking we're not going to have enough to talk about at, when we're staying in one place, but we haven't run out yet. So <laughs> we've yeah. got some stuff on the back burner to like bring up when we get really boring in the middle of the winter, but so far it's still been pretty interesting here, I think. What's going to get boring in the middle of I don't know. Maybe people will be sick of hearing about the same things over and over They're not going to hear. We're going to do some skiing. That's fair. Once we freaking get snow. Yeah. And you can hear how I blow out my knees. (laughs) Probably shouldn't ski, guys. Actually, there's already snow up in the passes. Yeah. We could go go up and do. But also, we've got plenty to do. Yes. 
So this week, what did we do? I feel like it went by really fast. This week was, yeah, just kind of a lot of... More projects and chores and stuff. Well, did we not do anything this week? (laughs) Uh, We went to the climbing gym a lot. (laughs) So... This is a climbing podcast now. Yeah, we went on a date over to the climbing gym. Uh Uh-huh, and we went to uh, a restaurant downtown Wenatchee. What was it called now? It was something... Was that this week? Yes. Oh, wow. That seems like last week. I know. We told... Well, Holy so moly. it reminded us of Flingers in Normal. It had a bunch of beers on tap. And that was really week. good pizza. Mm-hmm. That was this week? That was this week. Yeah. It was uh, Saddle Creek Brewery. Yes. Saddle that. Creek Brewing. Downtown in Wenatchee. Wenatchee. Mm-hmm. They have a few beers of their own, but they also have a bunch of other beers. It was great. It was really good pizza, good wings. Yeah. Actually, we went there because... <laughs> yeah. I wanted wings I really was, bad. I had suggested... Clay wanted to be sort of healthy, and I was like, we just climbed for two healthy. hours. It was a sushi place that also had delicious-looking bao. We'll go there next time. Which I'm really into that right now. Yeah. <clears throat> but you said after we climb, we have to have wings, which, I mean, I can The respect. first time I ever climbed, ever, back when I was like 20 years old, in Houston, I went with some friends and we met up with a guy who was like pretty hardcore. I mean, I don't know, climbers are never hardcore, but like, right. you know, he, uh, he climbed, climbed a lot. We met up with a, a guy climber. that was also in our intern program. And uh, yeah, we went and climbed all afternoon in a gym. It was my first time ever like in an indoor gym or doing anything like that. And uh, we had a really good time. And, and then it was like we went and ate a shit ton of wings. I mean, as you do. And then we went and got Ben and Jerry's. I mean, we also, it was like the combination <laughs> you, you of we've been climbing all day and we were 20 years old. You got to get that protein after you <laughs> climb all day. Climbing, <laughs> climbing is such a good workout. You get oh my so gosh. hungry. Oh my God. I am so sore. Like all for the over first my time body. today. So we went again today, but yeah. backing it up to Tuesday. I mean, that was, so we had the previous Tuesday we had, and we talked about it. We had done yeah. a class. Yeah. We learned how to belay again, uh-huh. which is did we explain it last week? What belaying is? Yeah. Oh, I guess I kind of probably assumed that people knew what that was, but I guess not. Uh, it's when you're the like person on the ground, like holding on the rope, basically, making yeah. sure the other person doesn't fall. So for rope climbing, yep. uh, we're just doing top roping so yep. far, which is the rope goes over uh, a, we'll be a lead. thing at the top. Well, I bet we'll be lead climbing by the end of the winter. <laughs> you think by the end of the winter? I think so. Maybe. Cool. But, um, but yeah, so the other person, uh, you, you usually do it in pairs cause someone's going to belay for you while you're on the ropes on the wall climbing. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, we're just going inside to Riverfront Rock Gym. We mentioned it last week Yeah, and we've been having a ton of fun. There's great there. outdoor stuff around here too. And like it, the season's pretty extended right now, <laughs> not snowing yet. Yeah. But, but they, they've got a lot of good stuff there. I mean, like, yeah, we're not great, great climbers. We're getting back into it. Yeah. We had gotten pretty good at bouldering, but it had been a really long time since we did uh-huh. rope climbing. And, like, I'm starting to feel a little strong again. Yeah. A couple weeks in, I'm still afraid of heights. So we'll see. <laughs> I'm getting a little bit higher up on the wall yeah, every exactly. time. Exactly. Every day I get a little bit better. And um, I think we went three times this week. I went a fourth. You went on your own once, too. Yeah. Yeah. We're getting the use out of that free two-week membership that came with the class. <laughs> I think they know our names already. It's pretty bad. Yeah. 
Uh, no, it's a great gym though. There's a cafe. It's got like a really cool like hangout area. It's just like, like really chill vibes. I haven't even been in the cafe. Yeah, it's good. I like it. Yeah, cool. I mean, I didn't get any food or anything. I just got like a tea, but it was a good place to like nice. sit and work. Perfect. Um, and it has like windows that overlook the rock gym. It's like a, it's a sweet setup. I really, really like it. It's different. That I've been in so many rock gyms. Yeah. All over the country. Back when I traveled a bunch for work and I was super into bouldering, I would just bring my boulder, like my climbing shoes and some chalk with me everywhere I went. Yeah. And I would go check out gyms like wherever I was. Yeah. So I've been to a bunch. This one's different. It's really cool. It is cool. It has like an upstairs and downstairs. Mm -hmm. The upstairs, the like the boulder wall downstairs tops out into the upstairs boulder area, which is kind of cool too. I've never seen that before. Yeah. And... I mean, I think the staff, I've seen that the staff is really cool. Like, they're really chill and nice. Like, I mean, I don't think the staff at any gym I've been to has been, like, bad. But, like, the vibe, you know, they said the vibe. Yeah, for sure. And, like, the vibe is, like, people who climb outside. It's super friendly. They so. have a Pride Progress flag in the window when yes. you get there. Yeah, like, yep, yep, yep. It's an awesome place to be. Yeah, it feels good to hang out there. The especially cool part about this week was we brought the kids with us a few times. Yes, and they times. loved it. Yeah. Yeah, got, I went by myself got on right Thursday. Back into it. Yeah, they so they pref- we prefer bouldering generally the two of us. Mm-hmm. But they prefer rope climbing and that's a lot of why we wanted to get back to being blaze certified and stuff to be able to play them. Mm-hmm. And there's a lot of auto blaze here too, which is like where you don't need someone to play cuz it's like a retractable mm-hmm. rope. And the kids like they went nuts both times. Like we took them Friday and we took them Sunday. Yeah. Uh, yeah. They, I mean, like they're hooked again. <laughs> yeah, they're into it. So, so I, I have mostly been like both of these times, mostly been uh, climbing with slash belaying for Littlest. Yeah. And just like to see her getting back into it yeah. and having so much fun and like, Kind of getting a little scared once she gets higher, but also like today she, she went to the top of something. Yeah, she beat she was me. so she proud beat of me it. To the top of the big bigger walls. Yeah. Know, it was so great, and she she went up again after that and goes, "Oh, I'm scared." I'm like, "But you just did it," and she's like, "But everyone was watching me then." I'm like, "So that that made it easier?" It does. It makes it so much easier. I could I think send it's harder. No, if it's so much. E- when I when we when I was climbing at TPG all the time at, mm-hmm. in normal. I would climb not very hard a lot of times. And then I'd go certain nights with certain people mm-hmm. and people who like really like push you to like try stuff and like, yeah, like in a friendly yeah, way yeah, yeah, for and sure. like cheer you on and stuff. And then like, mm-hmm. like I, <laughs> there was a guy who'd come there and he'd be like, Hey, did you try that thing again? You should totally do that. And I'm like, no, I'm like, I can't do it. Like whatever. He's like, no, you got it. You should try it. Like you should get on that. Like get on that. Nice. And it was like, <laughs> I'm such the opposite. I would not want someone to do that to me. Oh, I love it. Like, uh, and it was, but like in a super friendly way. Totally. I'm just like, yeah, I mean, like, I'm going to do what I'm going to do. Like, if I've got a project I'm working on, I'm excited about it and I'm going to, like, I just sometimes I need the extra. Sometimes I need the extra oomph from somebody, like, kind of cheering me on to, like, make me go for it. That's so foreign to me. Yeah. Like, I, I just, like, won't try as hard as You would people... do that, like, back in the day when we ran together. Uh-huh. You would do that with me about running, and it made me not want to run. Yeah. 
sorry. <laughs> no, it's just I'm different. <laughs> yeah, I'm like I want someone like being like because I'll right. try I'll try harder if someone's yeah. like and I think youngest egging is, me on is that way too. And I was like, oh, yeah. okay, okay, cool. <laughs> yeah, and oldest does not want anyone to say anything to her when she's on uh-huh. the wall all yep. the time, which so. is more like me. <laughs> yeah, other than like just like good job. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's like you got it. Yeah, great job. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is awesome, and she. Oh my gosh. She's like she's such a good sending climber. everything. Yeah, she's like at the top of all the different auto belays. And, yeah, uh, you belayed for her a couple times as well. Yeah, like once. She's. Not I don't as think she let me that. do it yet. Yeah. <laughs> but we are so sorry. This is a rock climbing podcast now because we're going to be there like four times a week at least until it snows. Ah, <laughs> uh, maybe yeah. But we went for a hike too. Oh, but we anyway. did go for a hike. Yes. Okay, should we skip to that? Uh, well, I mean, we basically went to the rock gym and we hiked. We put the nose skirting up on the fifth wheel. So like, yeah. our skirting is all done now. We are, all the way done. And we are like locked and loaded for winter. Under the nose of the fifth wheel, it's nice because it had the easy snap skirting you, you ordered. Had like a special nose piece with like zippers on it yeah. and toggles. So it's like a zipper door. Yes. So we were able to put our bikes under there. Yeah. Which is awesome. And there's room for other stuff, too. Yeah, it's like a little gear garage. Mm-hmm. Super nice. Um, it's going to be great in the snow. I also, uh, not a difficult project, but cut some reflectix for our front windshield. So our RV has like a windshield in it. So like um, in our primary bedroom is in the nose. Mm-hmm. And the um, it has like a front window, which I love. Uh, we have that in the Airstream as well. I we had windows right by our bed in the Mantis. Mm-hmm. I like having windows right by the bed, and I like that front window because it gives you this great like view of everything. Mm-hmm. It's one of the things I really liked about this RV. <laughs> um, when it's cold out, it is so effing drafty, and that's something. Yes. If you're looking at RVs and you're looking at, and I know a bunch of people that have front or front windows in their RVs, and they we they all have this problem. Yeah, I don't know exactly what it is about the front window specifically. I think it's just because it's big and it's by the bed. Mm-hmm. They're all kind of drafty because they're RV windows, but these especially are kind of weird usually. And yeah, front windows on an RV like that are really drafty. So keep that in mind if you're going to be camping in cold climates and you're looking at a new RV. Yeah, I actually feel like it's more drafty than the Airstream bedroom, which had a lot more windows, has a lot more windows. Well, I think on the Airstream, we had like the rock guards in front of the windows. So that was probably part of it. Yeah. This one's particularly drafty. I will give you that. But yeah. And it gets really bad condensation because of that too. So um, Mm. we're going to, we, stuffed some reflectix in there which if you're not familiar with reflectix you haven't done much winter or summer RVing. Uh, <laughs> yeah, no kidding. <laughs> it's the shiny bubble wrap stuff. <laughs> it's really good in the summer and so like also in the in the summer it'll get really hot on the nose because of it. So um the the reflectix can help with that too. And we had cut reflectix for all of our windows before. I'm not sure with the skirting how necessary it's going to be. We're going to try and do some other stuff with the windows, but RV windows are pretty drafty in general. The double pane ones, I think that that have like the outside closure might be a little bit better. Yeah. But you got what you got. So. Yep. <laughs> so that's what we're working with. That's kind of our winter RVing tip so far. But we got some air conditioner covers too. I'm not sure oh, if they really make any on. difference. But I saw everyone at the RV park has them. So, <laughs> so I, we better and they're use 30 them. bucks a piece. So I was like, we're going to try it. Maybe they'll keep the cold air out a little more. Maybe they'll yeah. like, prevent snow from getting I'm hoping in there. It Maybe that's like, a bad that, thing. I think that's it is like preventing snow and ice from getting like inside the air conditioner. And also I, tree pieces. 
yeah and we have trees above us so that's a thing and then i i also think like hopefully it'll keep like maybe it'll help with the condensation a little bit oh maybe condensation is your constant enemy in winter in an rv uh the propane heater especially makes everything really damp yeah, but we've got like damp red, we have dehumidifiers. Yeah, we're doing but... okay. The the hum the humidity in the main room is like forty five percent. So that's another uh I guess tip is to have a monitor, like a temperature and humidity monitor. Like we keep a magnet one on our fridge and in the rig. Yep. Just because you wanna be aware of you can like get mold on your mattresses. You can mess up your clothes. Like there's a lot of stuff. Yeah. And like I I recommend keeping damp right in all the closets if you have closets. Yeah. That's kind of the scoop. Yeah. And then we we went for a hike yesterday on Saturday. Yeah. So we revisited a trail that we had done when we were in Leavenworth the first time. Yeah. Two years ago. Uh, two we, and a half years ago. Yep. We were originally going to go up to our favorite trail. Yes. Which is along a ridge. Yeah, I think it's called Rat Ridge. Well, our favorite that we've done so far. <laughs> there's, there's so there's, many trails There's around a lot here. more supposedly even better ones around here. Yeah, but, but we like that one. It's a good one. We've done only a couple like shorter ones around here so far. But yeah, that one we avoided because uh, by the time we got ready to hike yesterday, we had gotten all socked in with fog. Yeah, that happens this time of year a lot in Leavenworth. Um even driving down to Wenatchee, it'll be a lot clearer a lot of times. Yeah. So we said, eh, I don't really want to go up into that. Uh, we, we won't be able to see anything anyway. Right. It was like drag the kid. So it's one of these great hikes that's like the first half mile to a mile is just straight uphill. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh, I don't hate it for that. But No, it's uh, fine. You know what's coming. But yeah, it's like... <laughs> the kids it's a bit of a slog. aren't happy about it and we're kind of like slogging up the hill and it's like a whole thing and when we do it because we will oh yeah it's great the v- and the views are great for like the rest of the hike yeah so you have exactly. like three miles oh, of gosh, amazing beautiful. views on a sunny day ah it's yes. just beautiful you're just walking along a ridge it's amazing but yeah we didn't want to do that one so we did the old pipeline bed trail again mm-hmm. yeah and it w- we hadn't been able to do the whole thing last time because it was in the spring and the river floods pretty good yeah, there's like a little creek that kind of goes across it the trail into really the river. <laughs> but yeah, it was like we couldn't really high when we tried this last yeah. time. So we had turned around at that point. Yeah. Which was only like halfway. Yeah. And it was, it's like a short trail. It's like, a, it's an out and back. It's like 1.2-ish miles out and back mm-hmm. and yep. pretty flat. And you kind of go over some rocks and stuff. It's, but it's, it's along the river the whole way. It's so pretty and you get really beautiful views of the rocks and stuff. Mm-hmm. It's, it's gorgeous. It's a chill hike. It's real close to town. It's like, I recommend it if you're like, especially with kids. Yeah, there's a cave at the end of it. Yeah, it's cool. We didn't go in, but we could no. have. It's, it was big. Well, uh, our, uh, <laughs> our friend with the dogs came up right around then too. Well, that was after we were turning back, but yeah. Um, so yeah, we did run into someone on the trail, which I don't know if... It's unclear it's, if it's, it's unclear. leash is required. It is required that your dogs be under control. That is very clear. Yeah. On all trails, it says dogs on leash. And on a lot of the stuff I read, it said dogs on leash on other places too. Like I couldn't figure it out. Like in, there wasn't anything specific at the trailhead. And I just know that like parts of the Wenatchee National Forest, the trails definitely are like in high traffic areas are definitely leash trails. This one, it was kind of unclear. I want people to enjoy the trails. Yeah, totally. How they want Which to. Which is why we had Frankie with their on dogs. Leash. 
but I want us to be able to too. Yeah. And <laughs> Yeah, it was a little bit of a we, bummer. Yeah, I mean, they were the cutest, friendliest dogs also yeah. seemed pretty young. Yeah. And just wanted to come up and say hi to us and Frankie. Yeah. Which like in theory sounds great, right? They're uh, friendly, Frankie's yeah. friendly, but also Frankie is very friendly and wants to jump and play. Yeah, and, and I, he not was every on dog leash. likes that. Yeah, it, and we're since working we on yeah. asked them to not let their dogs come up to us because we're working on training Frank to ignore dogs when we're on the trail. Yeah, like we want to be able to be on a hiking trail and him not pay attention to other dogs. Yeah. Like that, that's the ideal. The ideal is that if it's an off leash area, we could have him off leash and he would just walk by another dog and not, not go up to them. Like that's the ideal. Like that's what we're training for. Yeah. I mean like with our permission. Yes. It's different. Yes, exactly. And this guy um, refused to call his dogs off. Oh my gosh. And gave me a hard time about asking him to. <laughs> like literally call off your dogs, dude. Yeah. Like it was the weirdest thing. Yeah. Like, so I don't know. Like if you like to hike. With your dogs, off leash, where it's legal. Yeah, where it's allowed. Like number one, because there's no excuse where it's not legal. Number one, I don't. It to me, I thought this was an on leash trail. I thought so too. So I did not expect. To but meet. there are very clear instructions that if it's if if you're not on leash, that they have to be under like perfect command, basically like perfect recall. Yeah. Well, I didn't. I didn't expect to. I didn't expect to encounter off leash dogs. Off leash dogs. But anyway. Yeah, that's what the first guy said. The like, first thing he said was like, well, it's an off-leash area. Well, that's fine, but that doesn't mean that you can like let your dog like run up to me and my dog and like not call him off. I'm not sure it is, but anyway. It's okay. Like, okay, sure, fine. They come up and sniff, but like then you call him off when I ask you to call him off. Like, exactly. Exactly. And so that's what I'm, yeah. If you're in an off-leash area, you still need to have control over your dogs. Yes. And that's something I messed up with Derby once. When yeah. I was at... Uh, an off-leash area in Colorado Springs. One of the kids at Big Need to take him in there and let him run around. And some of the dogs wanted to play, and that was fine. But, like, there was one dog that really didn't want to, and that was on a leash. Mm -hmm. And Derby would not leave him alone, and it was kind of a problem. Ah, uh, yeah. I, w I was the asshole in that situation. <laughs> I mean, I, I got him off, but then he, like, went again, and I was like, I just had to drag him out of there. Yeah. But you did. Yeah, the second time. And you apologized. I did, but the person was really mad at me, which I get. <laughs> But still, I mean, like, I wasn't like, "What you're trying to train your dog to be antisocial?" Right. Exactly. Why? Well, he's nice. What? He's friendly. I didn't do any of <laughs> that. I was like, oh, "Sorry, you, sorry, sorry." Why don't you want my dog to come up to your dog? I was like, I was a little bit like, "Well, it's an off leash area, and you've got your dog on a leash that's putting your dog in a weird situation." Right. Because there was like a specific area that was like fenced and off leash and kind of a dog park type area, and I'm like, "Well, that's a little weird. Like, dogs that, are going to come up." A little weird. But, like, it, it was a little different situation. <laughs> when it's a dog park specifically, that is a little weird. It was me. like an in-between. I don't know. It was a little strange. Colorado's weird. But <laughs> it was, I was a jerk there. I'm not a jerk. I, but I, my dog was not under good enough recall probably yeah. to be in that situation. Derby never had good recall. He was no. not running away from us forever, but he Ooh. was running away for a while. That's, it's very hard to try and recall with GSPs from what I hear. Yes. And yeah, we didn't do a good enough job with him for sure. No, <laughs> no, we didn't try hard enough, but I think we could have tried for 12 full years and it wouldn't have mattered. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. 
Anyway. Tra- taught him lots of other stuff. Trained him lots of other ways. That that one never stuck. So we want to work on that with Frank. He's yes. not there yet. We no, he's a, he's a puppy. He mostly comes when we call. Yes. But we Occasionally want it, he just sits down and stares at us, though. We want it to be more immediate and more perfect before we really do something like an off-leash hike with him. Yes. And it would only be in an area where it's explicitly allowed. Yeah. And where he's not going to bother other people and other dogs. Like, that's the big thing to me is, like, that he stays with us, that he doesn't bother anybody else. Right. Like, I don't want him randomly running up to other people. Mm-hmm. Like, that sucks. Well, he would totally do that right now. And, like, yeah, trying to be friendly. Yeah. I don't know. We've never really tried it, right? Like, we were on a busy trail, and he got off, and he just ran circles around us and came back to us and didn't really pay attention not to anybody else. Not this time, a different time. No, but in Flagstaff. Mm-hmm. He, like, he, we accidentally dropped his leash. And there were lots of people and dogs around, and he ran a circle around us and came back to us. So, I mean, like, that's true. I don't know. He's probably fine. (laughs) Still, I'm not going to do it until I know he's fine. Yeah. We'll, we'll like work more on leash and then we'll work on the long lead and then, you know, we'll Mm -hmm. get there. It's also like not to me, I don't, I'm not the dog owner who like thinks like, oh, dogs can't have fun if they're on leash or like, I, you know, like I'm somehow superior because I don't have to have my dog on leash or something. Like it's like if a leash makes it better, like use a leash, like whatever. Yeah. And if a leash is required, use a leash. Man, there are so many different philosophies. So many people think their dogs are better behaved than they are. (laughs) Yeah, fair enough. Yes, exactly. If they're supposed to be on leash, just do it. Yeah. Yeah. And like, or don't go. Pretty much, pretty much to me, if you're going to have your dog off leash, I should never really know. I should never really realize it until you've like passed me. Yeah. Like, if your dog is off leash and you're on a trail... Well, and there are a like, lot of examples of... Like, we've had people, people with, like, off-leash dogs walk past us, and, like, I, no I like, didn't even realize they it until well I, they walked... Yeah, because yeah. the dog was, like, right with them, and, like, whatever. Mm-hmm. Totally. So, if, if it, like, that, to me, is, like, good off-leash behavior. For sure. And or, like, a dog park where you've said, yes, it's fine if my dog interacts, and we're going to interact together, and right. it's fine, like... Mm-hmm. It's like kind of a social contract there. It's about consent. Yes, my God. <laughs> it really is. I mean, like, I got so worked up. Mostly because the guy smarted off to me. Yeah. Like, less because he was, like, a jerk in letting the dogs come up. Because, like, whatever. People are ignorant sometimes. Like, whatever. But, like, I'd already explained why I didn't want him to. And then right. he let him come up again and smarted right. off to me. And I was right. like. That was very frustrating. I was like, dude, get out of my face. Yeah. Like, anyway. Mm. But there's one more thing we did this week, and we just started doing it. Christmas decorating? Yes. Yes! We spent a lot of money at Target. The annual Christmas Target run. Every year. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. It's fun, though, because you don't have to get too many things for a small space to make a big impact. Yeah, that I love that about the RV. And yeah. honestly, like you've done this forever. You did it with all of our houses and I never complain. <laughs> oh, about my big Target spend and my Christmasing the house. Nope. I am I'm there for it. Let's get festive. I I wonder if we probably don't have it anywhere. I was so we used to even have like Christmas sheets that we'd put on the bed and like oh, a yeah, Christmas for sure. cover. And Christmas we have Christmas dishes. In storage. Yeah, they're not with us. No, they're stoneware. They're really heavy. Mm-hmm. Uh, literally everything in the house would change over. I have more Christmas decorations than I have like regular decorations. And m- much of what I kept in storage is Christmas decorations. So true. 
we would do. And now we have more. Two in the house. We had two <laughs> Christmas trees. Yes. We can talk more about this because we're going to talk yeah. about this. Uh, I was going to say. Like, the letter is about this, letter. basically. So let's talk about it. All right. Dear friend, are you excited for the holidays? Are you feeling festive? I think I am, maybe for the first time in a while. I have to admit that RV life has changed the holidays for me in a few ways, and some of them are good, and some of them maybe a little less so. When I was a kid, Christmas was everything. My parents made it so magical that I believed in Santa wholeheartedly until I was 11 or so. I nearly always got what I asked for, and if I didn't, it was because I was surprised with something even better including the year we were surprised with a trip to Disneyland. Opening a gift of Mickey and Minnie luggage and finding that note taped to it is one of my favorite childhood memories. When we moved to Iowa in fifth grade, we were closer to my grandparents in Illinois, which which meant I got to go to Christmas at their houses too. Their houses were loud and full of good food and one bustling with beautiful music, the other with board games. I loved spending Christmas with everyone, even when my grandparents kept their house too warm and we all fought over phase 10. Maybe especially then. After Clay and I had been dating for a few years, I found myself invited to his family's Christmas Eve celebration full of its own delightful traditions, including mass and barbecue sandwiches with Pringles. Clay and I got married at Christmas, more or less. It was conveniently between college semesters and just kind of worked out that way. But also, it was lovely. Everything was very winter holiday themed and was perfect for us. We love the magic of the holidays. Our honeymoon took me back to Disneyland at Christmas time, and I don't care how cheesy it is, I love it. And when we had our first child, Christmas took on a new kind of magic and a new kind of stress. Christmas morning through the eyes of our child was so special. But also our six, yes, six separate Christmas celebrations were still joyful, but also hard. Not that they hadn't been without some stress at some points throughout the years. People are people. Holidays make people tired. Sometimes there was tension. Some tension was caused by our own issues and a cranky kid who had gotten too out of routine. Some was real or perceived pressure about dividing our time equally among family. I began to feel more and more tired at Christmas each year. When we added in school programs and ice skating shows, it was just a whirlwind of a season. I put a lot of pressure on myself to make it as magical for my kids as it had been for me growing up. And I truly loved decorating the house and sometimes baking. But it did begin to feel like a lot of work on top of actual work and parenting. I stopped baking very much after our second child was born. It was just too much to manage. But then I felt guilty when I showed up to events without a giant plate of cookies. I craved a quiet Christmas with my family. I craved fewer gifts. I didn't know how to tell anyone that it was just too much. I love our families. I love the thoughtfulness behind all the kids' gifts and ours. We had to donate boxes and boxes of toys to make room for all the new ones each year, which sometimes upset the kids. But there literally wasn't room for it all, even in our large houses. Year by year, the magic kind of slipped away for me. COVID and people getting older and people moving shook up how we get together with extended family. Every year looks a little different. I'll admit that RV life in warm places in winter has also had me feeling a little less festive. I think Palm Springs could have actually been great last year in terms of lights and such, But we were stuck in the airstream with sick kids for most of the holiday season. It was less than ideal, to put it mildly, but highlighted by a visit from Clay's family. A couple weeks before Christmas, we did also get to go to Disneyland again, and it was 
in fact, quite magical and did feel quite festive, celebrating with both friends and family. This year, we came to Leavenworth, to Christmastown, in part to reclaim some of the magic. We have a list of activities that are awaiting the first snow, including going to the reindeer farm and taking a carriage ride through town. The lights come on this week. The downside is we are far from extended families and those celebrations, but sometimes a year of quiet, small celebration is the reset you need. So here I sit in Christmas town in a Christmas sweater, this one, uh, it's Weber's resupply, about to decorate a tiny home while Clay bakes some bread and we all count down to the much anticipated first snow. We carry traditions with us from our families and we make our own too. I feel festive and rested. I feel excited and happy. If you aren't feeling festive, if it all feels overwhelming, if you're just getting through after a loss, I see you. Life is complicated. Families are complicated. Sometimes the holidays bring out the worst and the best in us. Sometimes they are beautiful and hard, and sometimes they're just plain hard. So here's a virtual hug, friend. Sit down with a coffee or a hot chocolate or a cider, whatever you like, and take a deep breath. You're doing a great job. See you down the road, Jamie. One of my favorite things Mm -hmm. about the holidays and winter and winter holiday and all of this. Yeah. At least for the last, um, oh, 15 years or so. Yeah. Is winter beers. Oh, my God. Yes. <laughs> Beer is never better than, in the winter. than during the holiday season. I need a dark beer. I need, oh, my goodness. I don't know if we'll be able to get it up here. The Shiner. Oh, Shiner Cheer. Cheer. <laughs> Even that's good. Yeah. Oh, it's so good, actually. Like, it's like I don't its know. own thing. It's got like it's, peach in it or something. I don't know. It's delicious. Yeah, it's really good. It's delicious. If you have a chance to drink the Shiner tea, Shiner Cheer, Shiner Box Cheer mm-hmm. Christmas beer, it got wildly famous with our game night friends, and they <laughs> bought cases and cases of it last year. It's not, like, that good. It's, like, an easy-drinking Christmassy beer. I like it. It is. Gosh, it almost doesn't taste like beer. It's so, like, fruity and spiced. I love it. Yeah. I have no complaints. It's really good. But... No, all no, the dark just beers. like the dark beers with yeah. the like yeah. spices. You get Vidania the... when you're back in uh, normal. Just like the winter and... spiced ales. Oh my God, yes. Um, oh, we're going to have, to have some mulled wine ones. while we're here in uh, a fake German town. Mm-hmm, definitely. Winter drinks are the best drinks. So oh. I love spiced cider with or without booze. Oh yeah, for sure. Um, mold, that's, a we'll tra- do, that's a tradition. We do mulled cider. Every year, I don't have a crock pot anymore or an instant pot, but you can still do it on the stove. Do it, it doesn't on the matter. Stove. Yeah. yeah, we make mold cider. It's kind of like an all day thing, and you just like leave it on, and it's like oh, so good. Just really simple. Usually, just like cinnamon sticks, and then like an orange with cloves stuck into it. Oh, that's the other thing I did today. I baked bread. You too. made bread. Yes, that's something I especially got into in the winter. Yes, in the past few years, baking and winter mm. drinks. Oh, it's so good. So yeah, we um we got a sourdough starter from Allie. Yes. Shout out to our friend Allie. They're, a Family Adventures. On yeah, Instagram. A dot Family Adventures. Yep. Yes. But yeah, uh thank you, thank you, Allie, for the sourdough starter. It made a really kick ass loaf of bread today. 
And I think it's only going to get better from here. Yes. Yeah. I'm, I'm honing the recipe. Yeah, it's great. It was so good. Um, so yeah, winter drinks are fun. I really like the decorating like a lot. It makes me so happy. I love Christmas stuff. I always did, no, even when really? I was a kid. When I was a kid, I was like, when I'm a grown up, I'm going to have Christmas dishes and I'm going to have Christmas bedding and everything in my house is going to be Christmas at Christmas time. I, and I, it, and it is. Well, less so now, a little bit. Yeah, less now because we can't carry as much stuff with us, right? Mm-hmm. So I don't have like the flannel sheets and the, all the flannel sheets might be nice. So it's <laughs> pretty cold. Um, actually, you don't no, like flannel sheets. With the skirting, I know. It's actually pretty like, warm in here. <laughs> um, we're fine. Yeah. In the old house, in the 100 year old house, we needed the flannel those, sheets. Yeah, those were definitely nice. That, uh, that house was drafty. Yeah, I was like, RVs aren't that drafty. I lived in uh, an old house with original windows. <laughs> right? Oh, but beautiful windows. Oh, they were so great. So many yeah. of them had the original glass. It was right, amazing. Exactly. And that house, decorating for Christmas. <sighs> that was the best house to decorate. It was the best. Yeah. The fancy house was really fun, too. It was okay. I made it pretty. We, oh, totally. We yeah. wrapped stuff around those stupid pillars. We wrapped we <laughs> like we had lighted garland everywhere. But the old house was so good. No, it was a great because it was like a craftsman style four square house. Mm-hmm. And it just provided the best opportunities for decorating for Christmas because I had this big old mantle. Mm-hmm. I had which and then like these little windows on the mantle. It, if you if you're an architecture nerd like me like you know what i'm talking about they were like, leaded glass windows it was the no they glass. weren't leaded no they had wood they were weren't they? leaded we didn't have leaded glass in the house i'm thinking of my house when i was a child yeah very similar but it was very similar to that but it was like the fireplace in the middle the shelves on either side and the two windows above yeah. the shelves mm-hmm. and i would hang wreaths in those windows and i like in a perfect little way and then i would have all the decor on the mantle and our and the stocking hangers and the stockings hanging over the fireplace. And it was just like perfect. And then we had a Christmas tree in that room. Mm-hmm. That was our main Christmas tree. Christmas tree. And then we had one or two others in the dining room. That one was a Disney one. Mm-hmm. Of course. All Disney. <laughs> yeah, and that makes sense. I can't remember. I think we did one other one, though, that had other stuff on it. I can't remember. Like, just a travel one, maybe? The year that the Star Wars ornaments joined the Disney tree was, was a weird, fun year. but fun, because there's a lot there. Because mm-hmm. we all, like, we get each other ornaments every year, and then my parents always get us an ornament every year, so we have a lot of ornaments. And honestly, like, some of them are still and in storage, I some have, are with us, some have broken. I have <laughs> all of my ornaments from when I was a kid. Yeah, because oh, yeah. my parents did that. Like, were really cool about like they got us an ornament every year and they'd put like our name and our year on it, and that was like ours to take when we mm-hmm. had our own families. Cool tradition, love it. Yeah, mine are still on my parents' Christmas yeah. tree. Yeah, so my but that was always the thing. It was like these are all your ornaments and you take them when you go. Mm-hmm. Don't worry, they still have plenty <laughs> on <laughs> yeah. their four Christmas trees. Right. They do Christmas, Christmas upright. Oh hard. My gosh. I wonder where you get it from. <laughs> I mean, they were showing pictures this weekend of like pulling all the stuff out. And I was just like, oh my God, yes. <laughs> uh-huh. It was. Well, you kind of mentioned that in your letter. Yeah. Yeah. They, I mean, the decor has even gotten more and more like as we've gotten older. Like, mm-hmm. there was always good, good Christmas decorating. Like, we, we did it. But like, 
like as my parents have gotten older and as we've gotten older, they, it's just gotten more and more and more. Yeah. Like we never really did outside lights, but now they have someone come put their outside lights up and nice. it's like a whole thing. We, They're really, really nice. <laughs> like, yeah, we we never did tons of outside lights. We would do house. like a little like. Um, my parents weren't the ones to like yeah. climb up on the roof. No, nothing on the roof. We would do like something over the door or like on the porch on. or something. I will definitely be climbing up on the roof of the fifth wheel. Well, we have to, to anyway. There is literally a ladder that I can that's built in that I can climb up there. I'm yeah. going to put the lights up there. Yeah. 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 We never really did outside lights very much, but inside we were always like super decorated. Yeah. We, uh, as our, you and I, like, mm-hmm. we always did, like, a lighted garland with red bows, like, very classic yes, on I our porch. Yes, I love that, on the porch. Every time. That's why our house always has to have a front porch. Yes. We do the, like, swag, we do, like, the swags of garland. Not to mention I just love a front porch. Anyway. And, like, red yeah. bows at each mm-hmm. point. And that was, like, it's very classic. Red bows and lighted garland. Mm-hmm. Li- white lights, too. Yep. Very simple. Um, and that's kind of like most of our decor. It's very like red and white and gold and kind of simple. But Classic, beautiful. Like you got a bunch of like Victorian style. <gasps> my grandma made all of that. From your grandma? Yes. So my grandma got very into just like. This was my birthday gift, like the year we got married. Mm-hmm. It was amazing. I cannot like, even explain how cool this is. Such a thoughtful is. gift. Um, and my my grandma sews better than like anybody. She, she's just very gifted in that way. And she made me all of these. She made me an entire tree full of ornaments mm-hmm. and like a tree skirt and an angel for the top and. All like a garland and all this stuff, and it was all Victorian themed. And she looked into all these customs from Victorian era Christmas because I think that's so what I told cool. her. She was like, "What theme do you want for your Christmas tree?" Like she has always made Christmas ornaments for people. She made a bunch of fabric Christmas ornaments for my parents when they first started out. And so it was like a thing, you know. Mm-hmm, like, mm-hmm. and so she was like, "What do you like? What do you like?" And I was like, "I like like a Victorian Christmas. Like yeah. I like that look." And she had this fabric left over from our wedding because she had made all the table runners. She and my mm-hmm. mom had made all of the centerpieces and table runners for our wedding and it was all this like gold and like deep red, like kind of burgundy color. Yeah. Uh, or like maroon, I guess. And so she took this fabric and she found complimentary fabric and she made all these like ball, she sewed these ball ornaments. Mm-hmm. And, They're amazing. and then she sewed a bunch of angels mm-hmm. and hearts with like lace on them. And it's so pretty and it's like, enough to like decorate a whole tree and kind of like space them all out and it's They're just great i and the tree skirt that matches and a topper that matches and it's still like my favorite thing like i love pulling that stuff out and we've I mean, all we've that been stuff is for, in storage it's in storage right now yeah like we've been married for almost 17 years and it was it's still like my like it still looks amazing it's like we still pull it all out and put it all up and it's just so beautiful and it, it came in all these like hat boxes that we mm-hmm. kept it's so pretty <laughs> um and so that's like one of the one of my our favorite christmas traditions i guess is and like that it was never better than when we were in the fell house with a real tree with a real yeah well that's the only time we've had real trees fraser fir always has to be a Fraser fir tree. <laughs> we'll we will 
we will have real trees again. I don't think they really work in the RV, but I'm down, <laughs> I'm down for a real we tree. We could have we could have done it this year. Maybe we could have, but it's fine. I was a little worried about the dog and stuff with him being a puppy. And that's fair. Yeah. <laughs> uh, like drinking out of it and stuff. Oh, he definitely would. Yeah, Derby too. always drank out of the, t- the tree. <laughs> water you know okay so the reason i didn't want to have real trees for Mm -hmm. the longest time is because i'm deathly afraid of fire it's my number one fear i that and falling off climbing walls (sighs) damn (laughs) gotcha i like constantly am anxious about burning alive okay that's not funny though it's not funny no no i used to have dreams about it all the time i watched way too much rescue 911 as a kid that's kind um, of funny. It's sad and funny. <laughs> uh, I was too fragile children, a child to be allowed to watch that, but no one would have known. Like, it's fine. So I've always been afraid of fire, and I, like, know all these stories about Christmas trees catching fire when you don't water them enough. And I'm like, nope, 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 no real trees for me. And then we lived in a house that was basically a ticking time bomb of a fire hazard. Nonsense. Well, until we fixed it. That we fixed it within months of moving in. But for like a solid month. A whole month it took us to get it rewired. But for a solid month, I lived in a fire hazard. And I was like, <laughs> I didn't die. It's fine. <laughs> this whole it didn't house is this a, time, so it will never happen. This whole house is a fire hazard. What the fuck's wrong with having a Christmas tree? <laughs> and you know what? It was fine. It was great. It was actually really nice. Yeah. And the closest thing we had to a fire actually was at our very like fancy newer house where the doorbell was installed wrong by the security company and it almost caught on fire. Oh, I forgot about that. Yeah. Wow, I can't believe you remember that. I you really you can't. <laughs> okay, I can. <laughs> oh, that was yeah, that was interesting. Yeah. We'll never have a security system again. No, thank goodness. Anyway, that's a topic for another day. It is. <laughs> Maybe that's a letter I can write. <laughs> uh, no, so I think we're feeling pretty festive this year. I feel festive. I feel like a little sad that we're not going to see family because that always makes me happy to see, like, especially the big group of everyone. Like, we can get everybody together kind of thing. It's its own special thing for yeah. sure. Yeah, we yeah. were able to see a lot of your family when we were in uh, Iowa. Iowa, which yeah. was really good. Mm-hmm. We were able to see my aunt and my grandma when we were in Illinois. Yep. So we were able to like see not everybody, but some people. But not at Christmas. But not at Christmas. It's a little different when it's not at Christmas. It's been I know. too many years. Well, it's just not the same anymore, right? Like people don't live where they live. Not everyone is around anymore. Like. Yeah, but like, and yeah, I know. <laughs> yes. So it's, it changes, but. Change is a constant. You know, I think going to be worth it to be up here and kind of be in Christmas town. But RV life makes it a little more challenging than you would think because we are very flexible about where we can go. But also this year it's different because we were like, are purposefully in a winter spot, but like moving traveling in the winter. to and from winter spots is tough. Traveling to and from places that are very cold and or snowy is not advisable. 
like we did that one year where we were up in Iowa in December and plus our families all live scattered around now and yes. it's not as easy as it used to be when everyone was in the Midwest. Oh man, that was easy but also hard. Because everyone was there. <laughs> because that's how you end up with six Christmas. I think it was even like seven or eight one year. Yeah. It was a lot. Like Which is it was so, so fun. Awesome. Yeah. And like I'm really glad to yeah. have had those years. Yes. But also I don't like I'm I am looking forward to like just having just us. It's I think the first time ever we've done just us and not anything else you're right yeah first time ever even during covid we had family come uh-huh. like just my parents but yeah or like last year my parents came out to palm springs yeah which was awesome oh it was great and i like it was nice that my parents came in covid time too like, yeah right it's, it wasn't like but no it's always been not saying we've been pining to have one just no us, but also it's kind of nice so like all right so something that I took from my parents that like I agreed with that they did is that I always wanted Christmas day and like primarily Christmas morning to be just for our immediate family. And we did mm-hmm. start to protect that. Um, yeah. When our oldest was a couple of years old. Yeah. We got, we were like, no, no, no. Christmas morning is just us. Yeah. <laughs> like, Which is really nice to have like, a yeah. Low stress Christmas yes. morning at least. Yes. <laughs> Because, well, then it got to be like, who do you go to first? And so we got to where when we were all in town together, we were like, we just don't go anywhere on Christmas Day. But when you're not going to visit people on Christmas, there are extra logistics of like sending gifts. And yeah. Receiving well, that's what I grew up with because I grew up out in Washington mm-hmm. and there wasn't like all our family was in the Midwest mm-hmm. and there like most years we didn't get to see anybody. Like we, f- we flew back to Illinois like one time. Yeah. It was like it was a big deal to try and go back to Illinois, and so we yeah. did it often. So this is an elementary school Jamie style Christmas, complete with being in Washington, complete with being in Washington. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, yeah, no, it was like people would send everything, and it was it was nice though because we had like such a chill time. Yeah, like we would open all of our presents, and then I'd read all the rest of the day, and that's Christmas. Can we please do that this Christmas? Yes. I read about is it Iceland that has this tradition yeah. mm-hmm. where Christmas Eve you get you get book everyone opens books mm-hmm. and then you just read in bed with chocolate for the evening. We already had a tradition of getting our kids books every Christmas. Yeah, we could do that on Christmas Eve and everyone reads. So like, let's do that. Yeah, we don't usually open presents on Christmas Eve because normally, if we're gonna okay, op- Clay's note here. We open presents on Christmas Eve, but anyway, go ahead. My family. Did your your immediate family too? You did like Christmas Eve morning, didn't you? We okay. It depended year to year. Okay, but the we big, were very much like everything was the same. Celebration every year. at Grandma's house was always on Christmas Eve. Yes, yes, and then I was a part of that for years too. And it depended on the and year. Our oldest and like my family might open our gifts like before. For that, like Christmas Eve, yeah. but it was usually at night. See, we never it was almost always at night. Interesting. Yeah, we never did anything for Christmas Eve. Really, we'd go to church sometimes. Like evangelical churches don't usually have as much of like a Christmas Eve. Like they started to more have more mm-hmm. Christmas Eve services over the years, but like we weren't real big on it all the time, and so like we didn't always go. Yeah, 
it was like sometimes we did, sometimes we didn't. But Christmas Eve was never that big a thing. But the day before Christmas Eve, we had a tradition of always going to a movie. Yeah. And because my dad was usually off work by then, we'd go to a movie and go out to dinner. I did that a couple times with you guys yeah. too. It was like yeah. a thing. And we kind of mm-hmm. kicked off our Christmas break. Mm-hmm. And Christmas Eve was kind of chill. And then like Christmas morning was the thing for us. Oh, maybe we could go to a movie on Christmas yeah. Eve this year. Yeah, that'd be fun. Yeah. Christmas morning was the big thing for us. And yeah. so like that was our big thing. And that was like, even after we moved to the Midwest, we never left our house until the day after Christmas. Okay. Okay. And that's when we would go over to Illinois. Yeah. And visit with my grandparents. Yeah. Which is awesome family. Oh, gosh. And it would be like one Christmas. So we'd have, <laughs> but then like when it was you and I together, it was, we had one celebration, usually like Christmas Eve Eve would ended up being like with your family. Yeah. And then your extended family on Christmas Eve. Yes. And then Christmas Day it was just us. Yes. And then the day after we would leave to go to Illinois. Yes. And we would do the two Christmases there. Uh-huh. And sometimes we'd try and go over to the other side of Iowa to your your grandma, other grandma's house. Uh-huh. It, it was just it was a lot. Well, yeah, and so Christmas Day, Christmas Day morning was at our yes. house. But Christmas Day evening was at your parents' house. Sometimes it depended. We changed that after a while. Yeah. But yes, often. It was well, sometimes it was Christmas morning was our house, and then the next day was Christmas with them, and then yeah. the twenty seventh we'd go over. Right, and this all in, ends up with us never ever doing anything for our anniversary on our anniversary. Oh, au contraire, we've done a lot of anniversary things. It's like usually on trips. our anniversary it's usually trips. Occasionally, I don't, I don't know if it's on our anniversary. Very rarely on our anniversary. We've gone to some football games. Uh, bowl games, yeah. yeah. Bowl games end up working out as an anniversary trip uh-huh. for us. We, I don't know about that. Our anniversary is December 30th, by the way. It is, yeah. Same as Clay's parents. It's true. Which is weird and fun. Yeah, it's super fun. It's funny how that worked out. Yeah. The six Christmases thing. Yes. I actually kind of love it. Um, I do, but it got a lot. Because then it got to be like, when is there a break? Yeah, totally. Because we're having to take vacation for all of that. Yes. And then. It's not calm. It's not calm when you're doing a lot of preparation for all of it. You have to (laughs) wrap presents upon presents upon presents upon presents. For a long time on my, on one part of our extended family, we exchanged, and it was so fun, Mm -hmm. but it was also a lot. Mm -hmm. We exchanged presents with everybody every year. Mm Mm-hmm. Aunts, uncles, cousins, everyone, yep. all, even as adults, like because it is fun. To pick it's so fun, and everyone loves it. Yeah. And like they love getting presents, and they love getting giving presents, and they're then like it's such a good like it's not from bad motive. Oh, not at all. <laughs> you mean like that? No. It just got very. It did get overwhelming though. Yeah. And so, but it's just you have to like someone has to be the person to be like. This year, can Maybe we just year, do it? Draw names, yeah. like just buy presents for the kids. <laughs> like we all have enough stuff. We're all mm-hmm. adults. Like we, we are all I like wonder, doing pretty good. Like, I wonder if our listeners um, do like all of their Christmases where like everyone gets gifts for everyone. I don't, or, I feel like we were I mean, kind maybe of maybe our mi- listeners don't celebrate Christmas. At I all, feel like we were all. kind of in the minority in terms of like getting gifts for everyone as adults. Yeah. Even as kids, really, but like especially wonder, as adults. I wonder, but I mean, I don't know. Maybe our listeners celebrate Hanukkah, yeah, other holidays as well. But 
I wonder, though, if we were in the minority or if that's more common than we think. Maybe. It just especially felt like a lot when we were young and kind of like not loaded. I mean, we're not loaded now, but like, (laughs) especially like getting established and like, I mean, even when like I would make Christmas presents, yeah, it would still be like there's so many people across both of our families. Remember that year you made candles for everyone? Candle. I made um lotion bars. Oh, was it lotion bars? Uh-huh. People really liked those. I don't I know. think I made candles. Oh, maybe it wasn't candles. I made lotion bars. I know you definitely made lotion bars. I thought I you make did shortbread. I uh, shortbread I painted is awesome. Boxes to give people that end up getting like regifted around. It's just fun. Yeah. Like, I can be crafty. I made. We painted ornaments. We painted mugs for people one year. Painted wine glasses. Oh, yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah. That was fun. Well, it was mugs for my side of the family, wine glasses for your side of the family. You know, whatever. (laughs) It's all good. One side is Baptist and one side is Catholic. You're not actually drinking out of either of them, and you don't know what to do with it once you get it. I don't know. They were like, (laughs) I love Christmas stuff. That's true. Anyway, that's fair, but I... um. No, it was, but we always did a drawing on your side of the family for yes. the big Christmas, which was nice. Yeah. Pretty much, yeah, since forever, actually. Yeah, ever since, and like ever since I've been like in the So family. that was like a part of the like becoming adults. Yeah, I was doing um, that instead of like, like just getting gifts for everybody. Yeah, it was like, okay, yeah, you're like grownups now, so you're part of the drawing. Yeah, yeah. it's fun. It is it's fun. Really fun. So like shortly thereafter, we had a kid who then got gifts from everyone. <laughs> Well, that's the thing. You're going to six Christmases and literally everyone is buying gifts for the youngest people. Yep. And uh, for a long time, our young, our oldest was the only grandchild and great grandchild. Oh, yeah. On like both, on both sides. sides. Yep. So like all of these Christmas gatherings, they're the only baby. Yep. Because <sighs> we were both the oldest in our families. Yes. And we had her young. Mm-hmm. Not so- like. Obscenely young, but young. We were yeah, like 25. 24, yeah, 25. So, yeah, she was the only grandkid for a, a while, long time, a right? While. Yeah. Because even our youngest is older than her cousins. Really? All of her cousins? Yeah, I guess so. Yeah. Yeah. And, we and were they're thir- six years wait, apart. We were 30 by the time. And they're six years she apart. Was born, so, yeah. we had like six years of like. Yeah. All of the of pent up baby the gift giving yep. <laughs> is going into our child. Which I mean, hey, cool. It was great. And yeah. also, holy moly, yeah. we like there was a lot. <laughs> it was a lot. It was so, so fun, but so also so fun like, for everyone. And also goodwill, you know, benefited. Oh yeah. If we got duplicates, we always just took them to donate because like yeah. we didn't need more stuff. Right. Which is good. It's great. I just always feel a little weird about that because, like, I care so much about, like, people's thought path. Like, we were so thoughtful giving our kids gifts. And it was so nice. And it oh, yeah, is for so sure. nice. And I so appreciate it. And I um, never want to be ungrateful. Yeah, totally. And, but also, oh, my God. The amount of stuff. <laughs> so we've talked before about I mean, how part of the, like, 
living small and moving around was about not having so much stuff. Kind of freeing ourselves yeah. from the weight of the stuff. And we haven't always been all that successful at that, to be honest. But No. <laughs> I still like stuff. I'm not, like, we're not minimalist, really. Yeah. I wouldn't call us that. But I don't know. I think, I think definitely from a, like, Christmas gifts perspective, We've mar- we've narrowed it down at least in terms of like what we give the kids and what they receive from it's, others. I think it's, it's it's honestly like better in a way. I think it just takes the pressure off a little bit. Like we yeah. kind of like focus on togetherness and I don't know. Our oldest this year has a Christmas list with one thing on it: iPad, so. iPad, iPad. <laughs> so funny. Uh. He's funny. But yeah, it's, I I think it's, it's so, the gift giving is really fun and really special. And I grew up in a family where it was like really important. And mm-hmm. one of my parents, like, I think like gifts is their love language. And mm-hmm. so like, it was just a really special, important time. Mm-hmm. But like accumulating stuff isn't really desirable. So it's like this like dichotomy in my head of like I want to give our kids all the presents and I want it to be so special in that way and also like I don't want to have that much stuff and I don't yeah like so we've tried to like we've surprised them with like a Disney trip ourselves like mm-hmm. as a Christmas present mm-hmm. this year like our our trip to Hawaii is going to be like a big part of like kind of our family Christmas yeah so we're not going to do anything too huge other than that like yeah you know we try to do stuff like that but it's tough. I always have the urge to just buy a bunch of stuff and like stuff that they like, hopefully, and like not th- not just random stuff, but like like oh, but what about this? So what about that? Yeah, I mean, you gotta like participate in the economy, right? One year Black Friday. One year, I uh, got a big promotion and raise, kind of right around Christmas time, mm-hmm. and I immediately went to Best Buy bought a Wii U and a bunch of stuff to go with it for our family. I didn't complain. I was like a big family Christmas present. I was like, <laughs> I got a big raise and this is what I'm doing with it. And it was really fun. You knew us well. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was, I don't know. So like there's fun stuff like that. Like I love surprise and magic at Christmas time. It's fun. It is. I think uh, we're going to have plenty of that this year. Yeah, I think we're going to spend a lot of time. Like, I'm excited about Thanksgiving. We're going to do our own little Thanksgiving dinner. We were lucky enough to have some friends who live a couple hours away invite us, but we ended up deciding to stay home, just like littlest allergies and everything. And so, uh, oh, and I also, we just, just wanted to be cozy at to home. Have a quiet I also kind of wanted to make my own Thanksgiving food a little bit. Like, it's fun. And I wanted littlest to have some options to eat and like. I think it's going to be a really nice 40 I think we're, weekend. It's supposed to be sunny and like 40 all weekend. So I think we'll get outside a lot. Yeah. And climb at the gym and, you know. Yeah. Or mine, if we just like read, that's cool too. Oh my God. Yes. I have some firewood that's been sitting around for two weeks. Speaking of reading. Okay. Yes. Yeah, so you're going to get, well, you got it wet. So we needed to dry it out. But it's, anyway. it's dry now. We can have a campfire. Speaking anyway, go on. Of re- well, we were sick. And then, anyway, speaking of reading, I am reading what is 
essentially a Christmas special right now. <laughs> I've been reading the A Court of Thorn and Roses series because, of course, I am after reading Fourth Wing and like I needed some more like of this genre that I didn't know I needed in my life. And so it's another like fantasy romance mm-hmm. situation. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's very popular. Also, if you're on Book Talk at all, I'm sure you've seen it, heard of it. And it's like pretty good. The first book was like pretty good. The second book, oh my God, so good. The third book, great. The fourth book I'm on now is, it's a smaller book. It's like a, it's just, it's intended to be shorter. It's like a little slice of life kind of book. It's from a bunch of different perspectives and stuff. And it is a Christmas special. (laughs) It's what it is. It's solstice and they're all exchanging gifts and like who's going to come home for the holiday and family drama. And it is a Christmas special. It sounds boring. It is a little boring, but it's kind of pleasant <laughs> in that way. Okay, fair enough. I'm not mad. And you, like, because it's the fourth book, you're like attached to the characters. Like okay, you know them okay. really well. Yeah, that's like, a good point. You're like, oh, oh. Like you care a lot about their family drama. You're like, you kind of know it all. Like, okay, if they did a Christmas special with Violet and Zayden, I would be there for that. Year. Right, it's like that. It's yeah. like that. You're like, oh, Farrah and, the, and, and recent and, and it's like a whole thing. Yeah. And it would be bad. Yes, be, it's it's really it is bad. bad. It is yeah. bad, and also it's like Star Wars Lego Christmas situation. You know? Oh no! Oh no! 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 Hold on. Excuse me. Yeah. The Star Wars Christmas. What is it called? The Star Wars Holiday Special. I can't remember. Yeah, the kids have watched seventeen million times. No, 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 not that. The original one. Oh, that's hilarious. Is Man, it's just it's, like a piece of a, it's a something. It's yeah. But then yeah, then there's the Lego Star Wars. Yes. Christmas but holiday is, special, which is also kind of something. If you but like it's one of the things if you like That's the characters cute. and you like are invested in the story. Yeah. It's like a little bit of a reprieve from like every other book is like there's a big battle at the end. Mm-hmm. It's like mm-hmm. really intense, and people might die, and like it's like people do, die. you know, like is mm-hmm. there's a lot going on, right? Like, and you know, in, in this case, it's like, oh, um, she said something snarky. <laughs> I didn't get her a present. Oh, oh no! Yeah, it's funny. It's cute. I don't know. And That's funny. There's some tension from like a long storyline kind of stuff, but okay. I've heard that it's like because it's like transitioning into the fifth book, which is like a different narrator, um, of the same group. Interesting. Okay. But then, huh. so the first book, the first three books are all the same narrator, and then like, oh, okay, like, yeah, okay, I can see that. Yeah, okay. Um, what book should I read next? A Court of Thorn Roses, probably. Really? Yeah. Okay. If you're like in, if you're on the fourth wing high, like, yeah, it's a good next step. But it's a lot of books, right? They're longish, and yeah, there's five. That's, I'm on the fourth. It's kind of a lot. You like it though? That's a lot of reading. Uh, yeah, it goes fast. The second book, oh my god, it's like as gripping to me as um the Imperium books. Okay. The first okay. one, not as much. It's okay. good, but it's really like because of the first one that the second one is so good. Like you have to can like. I, can I tell you why I've been resistant to read that series? Because it's long. No. You don't like the names of the books. It's called A Court of Thorn and Roses. Yeah, thorns and roses. Thorns and roses. It is clearly just 
They're all a court of something. Yeah, but it's clearly just going off of a song of ice and fire. There's so many like that. And no, it's not because court has something an entirely different meaning. <laughs> Fair. That's fine. They all have very like, just like a court of thorn and roses, a court of mist and fury, a court oh, like. I understand. But. <laughs> like. Whatever. It's a cash in. <laughs> I don't care. It's good. Like, you got to get all those Game of Thrones readers. <laughs> a bunch of people name their books like that. And yeah. I don't know if A Song in Ice and Fire was the first one. Yeah, fair enough. Court of Thorns and Roses. When yeah. was it originally published, I wonder? So, I mean, this is, like there were five books in. So. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And there's going to be a TV series also. It was originally published in May of 2015. When was the when when the the Game of Thrones stuff was before that, right? Yeah, much before. I don't know. Whatever. <laughs> book talk said to read it, and I read it, and it's good. What's book talk? I don't know. Actually, one of our listeners said to read it, and I read it. It's nice. good. Thank okay, you, Ryan. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> but we're off topic. We are. Except reading is a big part of Christmas for me. Okay. Isn't it for you? Was it as a kid? I always no. was like, I got a new book and I was like in it. I was in the big chair in the living room reading the rest of the day. That is my favorite Christmas. I love that. <laughs> I really love that. No, that was not part and of drinking my, my mom's cider. The no. cider comes from my mom. For me, it was video games and Legos. It was, which honestly, like, I love Legos it's still, too. It still is. It yeah, still is. I same same to an extent, right? Like, I we had the Super Nintendo. We played the Super Nintendo. I occasionally, I the games the weren't year, usually like my thing. The year we got Yoshi's Island, <laughs> we played through that almost that entire game in that day. Not in that day, but in that week at Grandma's house. That's amazing. It that's a that's a decently tough long game. Yeah. Wow. It's it. Yeah. Anyway, we played video games, and um, I would build anything I got. But my favorite thing was just it was a quiet day with nothing to do. And we, my grandma always sent the nut rolls that she makes. And I would eat nut rolls. That is Christmas. Grandma nut rolls. And I would eat it. And we always would eat a nut roll after we opened presents mm-hmm. and drink. My mom would have cider and we would drink the cider, the mold cider that she made. Mm-hmm. And I would just sit there in my pajamas and read all day long. I love it. And play with new toys and stuff, but like mostly read. I want to hear about our listeners' holiday traditions. Yeah. I want to, like, next week, I want to read letters from listeners. Oh, yeah. Like, what do you guys do for your holidays? What holidays do you celebrate? What do you do? Mm-hmm. What's your favorite thing that you do? What's like, yeah, a some w- of them are coming up. You do? Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. very soon. Yeah. Like, Hanukkah starts, like, not too long from now. Like, in a couple of weeks? Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. What do you do? What do you do? What are your favorite holiday memories? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah, I would love to hear that. If, you can. If people want to let us know, how do they do that? Yeah, you can get in touch with us. Letters from the road pod at gmail.com. It's the easiest way to drop us a note. You can also find us on letters from the road That's our sub stack. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can subscribe there. You can comment there. You can leave. You can uh, re- reply to the emails if you want. All of, we'll get all of that. You can also find us on Letters from the Road Pod on the socials. Mm-hmm. 
um, then posting a little bit more there so you can find us there. We have some fun posts coming up, so you might want to follow us there if you don't already. <laughs> It'd be great if you leave us a review on wherever you get your podcasts. Five stars only. Uh, that would be preferable, <laughs> although content is boring. One-star review is still one of my favorite reviews. That would be great if you guys would do that, if you haven't already. And, yeah, um, share with your friends. It means so much to us that you all are here. Yes. Listening to us drone on about our holiday traditions <laughs> and getting festive. Yeah. And climbing rocks. Yeah. Sorry um, about the long talk about rock climbing. It's like a, we're just, we're, we're those people. I'm sorry. But yeah, if you like it, let us know. Yeah. Join the Discord. Yes. Become a pen pal. Yes. We said all of the top. We did. <laughs> we appreciate all of you for being here. And uh, we'll, we'll talk to you next week. Yep. Until then, friends, we'll see you down the road. Bye. Bye.